are Locked On Astros, your daily Houston Astros podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Locked On Houston Astros, and I hope that you join me for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric Talkstros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros. Your team, every day. You can get Locked On Astros on the brand new podcasting app Himalaya, as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to pay the podcast, Locked On Astros. Today's show is brought to you in part and part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com, be there, do that, get rewarded. And guys, it is the apocalypse. Twitter is down at the moment. It, at the moment, it seemed like an hour after Jake Marisnik's suspension was announced, it seemed like Twitter is having technical issues, and it made some of the writers over at the Crawfish Boxes wonder what life would be without Twitter. So what would your life be without Twitter? How would you get your news? How would you get to see fans' reaction from around uh, baseball? Are you going to go to Facebook? Facebook listeners are unique. And when I say unique, they're always pro the team and uh, they're always gung-ho and they, they love their baseball. On Twitter, they're a little bit different. They're a lot more sarcastic and they're also a little bit more, well, at least they claim to be a little bit more knowledgeable. But what would happen if Twitter was not around? I know Locked on Astros would not be around and I know that I would not have started writing for Climbing Tows Hill. I would not have started talking Strohs. I'll just be a rag- rather a regular everyday teacher. So the big news of today is Marisnik was suspended for two games. This was after his slide into La- uh, Jonathan LaCroix, where Jonathan LaCroix ended up with a fractured nose and possible concussions. Uh, he has to wait until the swelling resides before they can even think about trying to fix the nose, the the broken part of the nose. So uh, basically, Joe Torre announced right before the big Twitter outage that after thoroughly reviewing the play from all angles, I have concluded that while Jake's actions warrant discipline, while I don't believe that Jake intended to hurt Jonathan, I love the way he uses their first names and uh, uh, we're typically taught to use last names, but that's fine. The contact initiated in order to score violated rule 6.01I. And that rule is specifically to protect catchers. We all remember that Buster Posey play where he was basically knocked out. And we've seen a lot of railroading over the years by runners trying to score. And this rule was trying to design to stop that. And I know a lot of people said, well, LaCroix jumped in front of it uh, and that's and then Jake was trying to get out of the way. At this point, it doesn't matter. Jake Marisnik is suspending it, uh, not suspending it, but he is appealing it. That means that he's able to play and uh, until he goes in front of a, a committee board or something and appeals it. And I'm not sure what the success rate for appealing is. I mean, this is coming from the commissioner's office and the policing office of MLB, so. We'll have to see what happens, but if anything, they may mark knock it down from two games to one game. 
but it doesn't really matter. As good as Jake Merzik is, he is a backup, and it won't affect the Astros too much. But it just it's just funny how uh, around baseball people are saying he only gets two games for that, and Astros fans are like, why? What did he do wrong? And it's just so funny how it depends on your team, and especially Dodgers uh, and Angels fans are really upset with the play. The Angels fans, you could tell why. They're upset, and I guess Dodgers fans are also Angels fans. I don't know. So uh, he's going to be playing for the Astros tonight. I don't know if he'll be in the starting lineup. He also got an undisclosed fine. If he does get uh, actually serve the suspension, who would get called up? Right now, the Astros have 12 pitchers on the roster. That includes Framer Valdez, who should be coming up to pitch tonight's game. Joe Smith could be returning pretty soon. Uh, could he take uh, when Mriznik... Get sent down. Could the Astros use that as a way to bring up Joe Smith for a little bit? And then they'll have to decide who they're going to have to take off the 40-man roster. Actually, um, he's going to be – that wouldn't help with the 40-man roster. That would just help with the 25-man roster. So it doesn't matter. But somebody's on the bubble. And when I say on the bubble, we're we're talking about A.J. Reed type of bubble where they put him on, they DFA him and try to get him the open 40-man roster spot because there's no way – the Astros are going to de- the 60-day uh, IL, some of their younger stars, namely Corbin Martin, because that would start his service arbitration clock, and there's just a lot to consider that. And the Astros, even with the Tommy John surgery, they see bright things with Corbin Martin, and they expected him to be a big part of this rotation. So I don't see them doing that just to get an extra spot on the roster. So they're going to have to make a move. So who's on the bubble? I would say that definitely Cy Snead is on the bubble. Uh, he's done okay in this um, game or two. I believe he's only appeared in one game. But he is somebody who could go uh, multiple innings in case a, a pitcher starter leaves early. Chris Davinsky has had an up and down season. I know he has that circle of death. But uh, there's also a lot of times where he's very susceptible to giving up the homers and uh, just not pitching like the old Chris Davinsky. Tyler White. Uh, Tyler White, I think, is safe until Carlos Correa or Aledmus Diaz returns. But somebody who, a hitter who I think is probably on a bubble, and not just because he's not a good player. Tony Kemp is a great player. I really admire the what he can do with them, how short he is and how he can power the ball to right field sometimes. But there's not really a place on the roster for him. I mean, you have Miles Straw right now. He's serving as the backup shortstop. If uh, Kemp could do that, he'd be doing that, but uh, he can't. Kemp can play second base. Kemp can play in outfield, center field, left field. I don't think he has the arm for right field, but I just think that on somebody else's team, he would probably be a um, good fit. But the DFA situation would probably not be the way that they go with Tony Kemp because they want to get something of value. So all these aces we've heard, heard their names being thrown around, this is a case where we may see Tony Kemp involved in a trade for, let's say, a Madison Bumgarner or Zach Wheeler or Noah Syndergaard or Trevor Bauer or any of those names. So, uh, guys, we got to take a short break. When we get back, we'll talk some more about those rumors and we'll talk a little bit more about um, – what the Astros are doing this weekend, they're facing the Rangers and
Remember to get this show every day. Subscribe to Locked On Astros on the new Himalaya podcast app or Apple Podcast. Download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to Locked On Astros. Listen in your car to or from work every day. Sorry, today's is a little bit late, so you'll just be listening on your uh, way home before tonight's Astros game. Gallery Furniture is kicking off the summer with red hot savings on selected items during a red hot summer sale. Stop by any convenient Houston area Gallery Furniture location at 6006 North Freeway, 7227 West Grand Parkway South, or 2411 Post Oak Boulevard to take advantage of the 40 to 60% savings on Houston's best selection of solid wood made in America furniture. Name brand mattresses, 100% top grain leather and upholstered living room styles, one-of-kind market samples, and so much more. Plus, you'll find Gallery Furniture's lowest price ever on quality pieces for every room in your home, including sofas starting at $399, dining room sets for as low as $599, Sealy queen-size mattresses starting at $599, and so much more. Don't miss your chance to enjoy these summer savings at Gallery Furniture. As always, when you shop Gallery Furniture today, you can have your quality purchases delivered straight to your Houston area home within hours when you choose same-day delivery or go to gallerufurniture.com. When Jake Marisnik does make his appeal, he's probably going to want to look nice. So why, why don't he or anybody else go out to Twillery and just get a nice shirt? Go to www.twillery.com slash locked on. And if you want to save $25, use the promo code locked on. Shirts shouldn't wrinkle, itch, or sweat, right? It's 2019. Twillery makes stocking up your closet as simple as restocking a beer in your fridge. It's easy, affordable, and the perfect fit guaranteed. We offer non-iron, untuckable, performance dress shirts for as low as $55 each when you bundle four or more. With free shipping returns, try on some Twills risk-free. After all, feeling is believing. Smart Casual just got smarter and cheaper. Twillery brings performance work shirts to next level with four-way stretch materials that shuts down wrinkles, stops sweats, and keep you in looking fe- cool. For as low as $55 pop when you bundle four or more. And free shipping returns, it's a top value in smart workwear. Grab them here at www.twillery.com slash locked on. All right, welcome back to the Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter when it's not down at Eric Talkstros. You can find the show on Twitter when it's working at, at Locked On Astros. And you can also listen to my Sunday show called Talking Stros at Talking Stros. And unfortunately, Twitter is still down. It is now 225 Central Standard Time in Houston. And I uh, just want to take a second and for any of my Louisiana listeners, uh, Stay safe over the next 24, 48, 72 hours, however long this storm is going to take. But uh, there's a storm that actually came from uh, basically the United States, and it's becoming a Category 1 hurricane probably at some point in the next few days, and it's going to hit Louisiana. It doesn't look like it's going to hit the Texas area at all, but... Uh, we, we know that storms can't be predicted that well, and so we'll see what happens. But tonight, the Astros are the only thing on this slate. This will be one of the few times where the Astros are the only team playing. Unfortunately, they're, they're playing the Rangers up in Arlington. The Rangers have had the Astros number at times, especially at beginning series uh, season. We all remember Garrett Cole's episode where he exploded on the umpire and 
he imploded. And so uh, basically Garrett Cole has done a good job lowering his ERA down to uh, 3.09 that he has right now. But uh, the Rangers are a hot team right now. And uh, they keep on going back and forth with the athletics for the second team in the American League right now. At one point, they were in the mix for the wild card, and they still could be. But right now, the Indians are the second wild card team. And we'll see if the Indians do trade Trevor Bauer and maybe some other pieces to improve not only for next year and beyond, but to kind of help their ball club a little bit more in 2019. But if the like we did talk about on the other, uh, the last Locked On Astros. It just doesn't make much sense for the uh, Indians to be trading away Bauer right now just because they're still involved. And if they do make that trade, it, it means that they're probably going to be uh, shutting down any hopes of winning in 2019. I know their team isn't as good, especially with all the injuries to Carrasco, Corey Kluber, and Mike Clevenger has been injured for most of the season. I think he's returned recently, but they just don't have the same team. But uh, they have some great players in Francisco Lindor. And so it's it's just weird to see them that uh, interested in trading. But right now, uh, the Rangers are the team the Astros need to focus on. They're going to be playing four games up there. We know that Justin Verlander has pitched well. He One time he pitched... Um, Almost no hitter up there. Then the other time, uh, I believe in that game, because I was up in Dallas, I believe in that game that Joey Gallo hit a homer off a reliever late in game. And it was just one of those up and down games. But uh, the Astros will be facing the Dodgers, and they will start off from Rivaldez, who will be uh, called up. Uh, Jose Aquiti was sent down to make this move. Valdez has struggled with command in his last uh, few starts with the Astros, and but before that, he was pitching really well in his return to the rotation. And he'll be facing Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn is kind of having a lucky season so far, even though his numbers are pretty good. He is 11 4 in the season with the 3.91 ERA. In game two tomorrow, uh, Friday night, the Astros will be facing um, Jesse Chavez. Uh, we have seen Chavez get hammered um, sometimes with the Astros. And also, we have seen him dominate the Astros sometimes. His season record this year is 3-4 and four with a 3.30 ERA. Uh, he'll be facing Garrett Cole, who has had some good games and bad games up in Arlington, but he's 9-5 on season with a 3.09 ERA. In Game 3, it's going to be Wade Miley versus Mike Miner. Mike Miner's having a comeback season. He was all-star with an 8-4 record and 2.54 ERA. Wade Miley's having a great season with the Astros. Maybe not as impressive as Minor, but he's seven and four. He's got a three point twenty eight ERA, and he's probably one of the better third pitchers in baseball. And Justin Verlander will pitch Sunday versus Ariel Gerardo. Gerardo is five and four with a four point twenty three ERA. Verlander started the All Star game, and he's ten and four with a two point ninety eight ERA. So a lot of people are out there on my timeline when Twitter is working talking about Noah Syndergaard and uh, the Astros are also uh, looking into him and uh, one of the good things about Syndergaard is the fact that he does have team control past 2019. Syndergaard will be your free agent after the 2021 season and uh, that means that he has two years of control left plus uh, this year the rest of this year so it's not gonna be cheap it's gonna take somebody like Kyle Tucker I know a lot of y'all 
don't really care about Kyle Tucker anymore, but Kyle Tucker is going to come go somewhere else and be all-star and he will get his chance. Uh, I'm not sure if it'll be in 2019, but we'll have to see. Maybe he'll get a September call up or something like that. So, uh, but he's making $6 million this year and he's having kind of a down season, but he's one of those big name pitchers out there. And that big name is going to not necessarily how long his name in, but just the type of pitcher he's been in the past. But this year he's six and four with a 4.68 ERA. He has 101 strikeouts and 105.2 thirds innings pitch. And so uh, his strikeouts are down a little bit this year. He's typically about a strikeout, if not more, per any pitch. In 2016, he had 218 strikeouts and 183 innings pitch. In 2015, he had 166 strikeouts and 115 innings pitch. But the thing with Syndergaard is always to be his health. Is he going to be healthy for the rest of the year? But when he is, he has a career 3.23 ERA and... Um, he has allowed a lot more homers this year, but as we've seen, that's kind of been the, um, the going rate this year, especially with uh, pitchers, hard throwers like Justin Verlander. But uh, his one, his home run per nine innings pitch right this year is at 1.29, sorry, 1.2, and his career rate is 0.8. So his homers are up, his walks are up a little bit, 2.6 per nine, up from last year's 2.3, and his strikeouts are down to 8.6 when he, uh, he was up in the 10s early in his career. So, yes, this is a guy that the Astros could probably fix, but at what cost? I mean, Tony Kemp will probably be in the trade, but you can't just say, oh, let's just trade Tony Kemp and let's give him Brad Peacock as well. And they're going to want some actual prospects for somebody like Syndergaard. And especially if the Mets are in a full rebuild mode, Syndergaard and DeGrom, which I don't They'll be stupid if they trade DeGrom, but that's just me. But those are their big trade pieces. They're not going to trade uh, anybody like uh, Alonzo, Paul Alonzo, or anything like that. So this is their big trade ticket. So I am I expect it to cost a lot. So uh, that's all I've got for today's Locked on Astros. Don't forget that Joe Smith should be returning pretty soon. So we're going to have to make a... A roster spot open for him, and we'll find out what's going on once Twitter's back up. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can subscribe to the show on the new Himalaya Podcast app, as well as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast, Locked on Astros.